Scotch for Dummies. Four guys on a Scotch journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. Drew, I'm Andrew, and Sean and Mark. We're here today. I know. How are we doing? fun. Why are we introducing ourselves to people that already know who we are? <laughs> right? oh! Because, because right. Andrew, the, the name just is better than Drew. <laughs> That's not uh, it. Our That's whole not. thing was, last week I came downstairs before we got started with the live show and said, why don't we do a podcast? Like we should, we should be putting this out because I've I've run into a few people at whiskey events that have said, you know, I, I have to download your show and do all this weird stuff because I listen to it while I'm working out, or you know, they don't necessarily actually watch the show; they're actually listening to us. And at first, I thought, well, that's crazy. Who wants to do that, right? But, uh, but there, there's actually it. a lot of people do, and I, I do it all the time. Do, I do too. I listen to a ton of podcasts. So, right. I, I came to Drew, and Drew's like, that sounds like a lot of work, but I like to plant seeds, right? And so Drew goes home to see exactly how much work it's going to be. And a couple days later, we find out that uh, we're, we're all hosted and ready to go. We're even on Spotify. <laughs> Look at that, of course. Put something on the techie in front of Drew and he's just... Right? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Like, wow, this is a lot better than video because I can process it in like two minutes. <laughs> it's a lot easier, actually. That's true. No well, Especially if we do the live show, we'd go expert. <laughs> I enjoy the fact that whenever we do something like this, Drew is totally like, it's going to be a lot of work. We're not doing that. And then I talk to him two days later and he's like, well, instead of not doing it, I did everything. Right. <laughs> you know, I am an engineer by trade, so it's kind of you know, it's so, a problem fixer. So tonight is our inaugural podcast. Welcome. So, cheers. 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 Happy Thursday night, cheers. 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 And to everybody. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, everyone. So what are we drinking? Well, we actually have the review bottle in my glass. Uh, Sean, mm-hmm. what do you got? It, all so four of us. Yep. So we all have the Port Eskeg 8-year-old, which we'll get into here in a few minutes. But uh, let's take a look it's, and see who's online. Let's say hi to everybody. Um, we actually have quite a good good number of folks on already. There's we a couple did. new folks that I haven't seen. Yeah, um, Trooper Chad, Tom Keith Mar- Richmond, new to the chat from Philadelphia. Welcome to the show, Keith. Excellent, Bud. Bud's here. Oh, jeez. Of course. <laughs> I I love seeing what everybody's drinking too. So Tom R says he's got some Springbank Ten. Uh, can't go wrong with Springbank. Um, right. So those of you that are listening that that aren't aren't watching online, we have lots of reviewers uh, going or lots of Viewers going through it and doing a chat at the time. We'll pull some questions from the chat as well, as well as comment on some of the, the chat that people are talking through. So if we if we make some random comments, that's that may be us doing a little bit of uh, squirrel behavior. <laughs> but but it's important because you know, that's the beauty of this of this information is that it's interactive. You know, people are, are posting online. Hopefully, we can respond. We don't respond as much as we'd like because it's Sean put together an agenda for this but it, but it is important that we interact I mean, that's yes. the whole point of this right. is our yep. sharing our journey and exploring whiskeys together and interacting with you guys and, and talking about what's it's going on a big part on, of so. it big part of it right. so, so are we gonna talk we're going to get this? into this port but something just came across the screen that maybe we stall for a, a hot second oh, for yeah, it's just a, I, I don't know I mean um, before we get into the port keg, it's a 20 second review or delay, right? So we got to wait the 20 seconds before that comes across. Yeah, it's okay. We can start by anyway. <laughs> hey, thanks, thanks a lot for the super chat, Keith. Cheers, Keith. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, super chats are very welcome. A virtual. I love Scott. <laughs> I love Scott. There it is. Love Scott. <laughs> Down in my belly. Down in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There we go. So the <laughs> this one was the. 
cage match bottle. It was. It was. Yeah. I love. I love that. There was a dichotomy uh, on this one. Yeah. There was definitely some... And there was a lot of uh, interesting comments about the bottle. Like It, it was a fun review just because well, there was so much talk about diversity well, of opinion. For the, yeah, for, for the listeners at home, um, it's a Port Eskeg, uh, aged eight years, 45.8% ABV. Um, a little bit about Port Eskeg. It's not a distillery, right, Andrew? Correct. So... For for those that, that aren't aware, this is a uh, just this week we're, Monday we released a, a review on YouTube on Portis Gag. and this is Portis Gag is a, a essentially independent bottling of an unnamed island distiller. Now they technically they don't need to be consistent with who they are using to provide their liquid liquid, but the word on the street is Coal Isla, but they they will not confirm that. It will not confirm, nor deny. Nor deny. No, so no. it is what it is. Um, well, all I know is I got slapped. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that, top. That's that's welcome to five. Eight, eight years five. old. It is a young. I came in. I don't know what got into me. It was it had no, I mean, scotch. That's, <laughs> that's the beauty of the four of us. We have all different perspectives. And yet, this, this theoretically is my wheelhouse. But it wasn't my wheelhouse. I mean, I, it's okay. But. So how's it treating you tonight? That, well, that was, was my just main question. Because I'm, I'm kind of curious, coming back to it a second time, mm-hmm. how everybody feels about it. Um, it I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was an above-average glass, especially for the price. Um, but it, it had a lot of uh, opinions on this one. And it's rare that we don't line up a little bit better. Not one of us had the same score, which is extremely unusual. Yeah. No, you guys had two fives. You guys each had two fives. I was, I, I think I did one five. You were one five. I was, was a two five. It's yeah, not. And, two yeah, we're, we were the same. I was a two. Were we the same? Yeah, yeah. you and I were. Yeah, it's, it's still, to me, I think it's probably, I'm, my palate's a little fresh right now, so it's, it's a little sweeter than I remembered it, but it's still not doing a whole lot for me. No, so it, I, I I'm still great. I'm still kind of actually... Okay with my score. I mean, maybe between one five. Actually, it's probably more really between one five and a two for me. If I if I had to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say because well, number one, there's no color, so you you can't expect much barrel influence. So this is essentially new make that's been sitting in a dead barrel. Well, I'm not. Gonna, I'm I'm assuming I'm not gonna <laughs> speak for Porter's game. Thanks, Michael. It's a dead barrel that is that has not much influence, and so this is new make that's been sitting around for eight years. Without the barrel influence, so it, so wait a minute. Tell me, say that again. It's new. It's new that's been sitting around for eight years. Yes, yeah, because it's, it's, it's a dead barrel. The barrel's not doing anything. <laughs> all you're doing is, is reducing the alcohol content. <laughs> all I barrel, know is okay. So what, what was the price of this guy again? I'm not. I'm not trying to knock it. Shoot, I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. Right, like sixty bucks. Something like that's fifty-five to sixty-five bucks. range. I mean, there are so much more complex. Age eight years out there that I know of. I mean, you know, around that age, I should say. So, I mean, Lagavulin ain't alone is like fifty-five bucks. Yeah. It's so, what what are the things? Big that, difference between this. That Mark said in the review that this is this is a soft peat, and I, I guess I could agree with him to some extent on that, but it's not a particularly interesting peat, and that's that's where I gave it a two because I, I was not I was not impressed with the complexity of it. It is fifty or sixty bucks. It's eight eight years. Yes, yeah, okay, but I mean I. I've got so much other whiskey that's really good in in that price range. So the thing is, peatids. I I got to be careful. Peat, young peatids are not that interesting to me. The younger, the the better. You you really have to develop more with a peated scotch because it can be unidimensional if it's if it's young. It's like this 
this brash kind of awkward thing. Ardbeg does it well with her ten. Lafroy does it pretty good with her with their ten, but it is um, a lot more char. It just has more. It's, it's still it, not. It's a punch complex. Face. It's this still pretty soft, unidimensional. I would call this a summer peat. Where is the Ardbeg? I, okay, it's, it's it's lighter. It's I not as abrasive. That. You know. I mean, because to be honest, there's there's some big bold peated whiskeys that I don't want to drink in the middle of summer. That's correct. Oh, you gotta love that sound. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's that's all I'm saying about this one. I see Scott. I mean, how you doing, Scott? Is it is it crazy good? No, but it's also kind of their entry level, and I'm I, we had a whole lot of people say that the the 110 was the way to go. Yeah. Well, yeah. So there were some comments that we, said that. We might have a bottle of that we could try. We do. We, we do. Yes, we do. Where's that at? Right there. All right. Okay, right. So I just right poured the TV. I just poured our big ten, just for just for fun. No, up, over, to your left. So what do you think oh, yeah. about this? <laughs> this? This is the our big ten. Oh, hey lover. Okay, so that's the our big ten compared what? to the Askake. I just just for comparison's sake. Well, yeah, the colors not that much. Different. It's actually that the porter's cake's lighter. It's a yeah, lighter. It um. To me, that has a lot more meatiness to it, more more of the earth, more of exactly. richness. Um, not the sweet, but... I think the Ardbeg smells a little sweeter. I think the Porter's Cake smells a little more floral. Um, I'll give you that. It does, yeah. yeah I, I think, think I'll give you that, too. The, the, the Porter's Cake has a, almost mm. like a caramel toffee type, type sweetness to it. I don't know what else that is. I didn't taste the uh, the yard bag next to this yet, but gonna need a bigger glass. It just pops. Yard bag ten really pops. That that actually is interesting to compare that though, because I will yeah. give the Portis keg definitely I, higher ooh. nose for sweetness. I actually hey, like Travis, the nose on the Portis. Stay tuned, better. Travis. Got a little surprise later. Yeah, I mean, I can see that too. Yeah, <sighs> you're right. I mean, they're both the, good. The, and it I does have a little bit better nose. All right, does anybody know what we gave the port, uh, the Arbeg 10? No, because I didn't know we were doing this. <laughs> did you do our research? Is that you how we remember? Are? We've only done 200 whiskeys. It's only if we, say, if only we had a spreadsheet that would tell us. I mean, if only I had an internet device in my I, I, I would suspect that it'll show up in the comments in about two minutes. Right. So, so the Ardbeg is a, a bigger, bolder scotch. It is. Right? But I'm with you. I think this is... Is more floral and lighter. Like if I'm sitting outside on a hot day, I will take this over that. And that may be why I don't like it as much because I don't particularly like floral whiskey. That's what I'm looking. That could be the reason I don't like it as much. Forty-six. We scored pretty high in our big ten. Our big ten was good, yeah, for the price. Three five, three five. Mark gave us. We all give three fives for Mark. Give it a three. Yeah, it's because that's what it deserved. (laughs) (laughs) Man, wow. So that's. I mean, it's good. But it is a bigger, bolder scotch, is what it is. It's, it's honestly, it's a point two percent higher on the ABV. Wow, but look, they, they had it up there Steve real quick. See, told you, these guys are all over <laughs> it. These guys, <laughs> these guys know scotchredemies.com is a rating spreadsheet. That's the way everything, to do it. and it's mobile friendly. So it is mobile friendly. Yep. Good flirting, bud. Hi, Lana Lou. I've actually t- taken the. Uh, I've <laughs> taken my phone into a whiskey. And do we review that? Yes, we did. Okay, I don't need that. I, I, I have used it a couple of times. I hate to be the one. So what's the verdict on this one? How are we closing this out? It's a, it's a decent... I, I'm not going to take it back. I'm interested to try the rest of the stuff. So. I am too. Yeah. Because I mean, this is their entry. I mean, it's an eight-year-old. I mean, so, so what you're saying is if anybody wants to get us that 40, 
They, they, I would. You would open that forty. If someone got us that forty-year-old, you would, you would. Because forty that, years in a dead, thirty-three-year-old, forty, forty years in a dead cast, be okay. Then it's not new anymore. Oh my, fair point. It's old new make is what we're calling it. So, before we get into scotch in the news, do we want to talk about the Apollo mission? Is that a thing? Oh, I suppose, but that means I got to get rid of this. Fifty years ago, is ever when this week. Oh, I don't know. I'd hate to do this we, without We him. actually have a NASA guy that likes to watch sometimes, and I don't see him on there. There he is. Everyone. Oh, excellent. Good timing. All right, Good perfect. timing, everyone. You guys um, want to wash your glass yeah, out for this one. Yeah, yeah. I, we just had a peat. Is there any uh, paper towel back there? Because mm-hmm. this, this peat, I don't want this peat ruining this. So, um, obviously, everyone is well aware of the 50-year anniversary for the Apollo missions because he's been working... Um, the celebration uh, on and, the mall and events and in the, on the mall. I actually watched that I did projection it was really cool. on the George Washington mine. I mean, come on. That was really super cool. I awesome. wish I were there. I, I really do. I've been listening to a podcast on Apollo 11 this week that they just put out. It's what we saw or something like that. Just, it's like the personal perspective of, of the Apollo program. Great podcast. Describing, I mean, it actually it's, it, the, the YouTube is better because they have, they have video from right. Apollo missions and they go through every Apollo mission, even even with the Mercury and the uh, Gemini and all the process to get it up there. It was really, really cool. So in honor uh, of the 50-year um, event, Whiskey Barrel put out a special bottling for the Whiskey Barrel. Yes, and, they uh, did. It's a 50-year-old whiskey? No, I wish it were. <laughs> Holy wow. But anyway, I, we were made aware of it by our good friend and subscriber, Travis Faircloth, who hit us on a Facebook message early one morning. And um, a few of us promptly jumped out and grabbed the bottle. And so I brought a bottle over, and I thought we would at least take a gander at it. So... We're gonna open we're gonna this guy it. up. We're gonna oh. we're gonna open it. We're gonna have a dram of it. It is going home, but we're gonna oh. have a dram of it with the dummies. Um, it says one giant leap, single oh. malt, Scotch whiskey. It is a uh, Deanston ten year, and it is uh, first fill PX Hogshead. So it's only how many bottles? Uh, there's a small number of bottles. Oh, uh, 276 bottles were were bottled out of that. So it was a small wow. cask um, for ten years in a PX. And that's what it looks like. So, sixty-one point six percent ABV. Travis, I know you have a bottle of this, but um, I don't believe you've opened it yet. We do know somebody who has opened one. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Not only did he open it, but he killed it already. And he has like five other bottles. <laughs> so, so this is at whiskeybarrel.com. Is that right? Yes, there, there are some. There literally There's are still, still some left. Uh, at Whiskey Barrel. I have to say a few things about Whiskey Barrel and the fact of. Um, it's reasonably priced here for the states. I think it's more expensive for the folks in, in the UK that have to pay the VAT tax. But I think yeah. this bottle was uh, $120. Now, you say for a 10-year-old, that's expensive. It's 61.6% ABV, it's like right? A in, it's a bottle and a half. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. so no VAT tax. But the shipping is a little bit costly. I'm not going to lie to you. I got two bottles, and it was like, comes out to about $20 a bottle of ship. But I'll tell you this. It. I don't know why he's not. I'll tell you this. You want to give it to us? I'll tell you. No, I'm not giving it to you to pour. Their shipping is phenomenally fast. Yeah, it actually is. When you uh, when you told us you got it, I was like, wow, this is coming crazy. from the UK? I got it in three days. I was going to say, it it's, felt like the it, next it's morning. It's a UK bottling. Yes. It comes oh, from Edinburgh. They is ship it, it straight from Edinburgh. Is it 700 liter? Yes. Oh, okay. 700. I don't think I'm going to like this. So you it's 700 liter. So it's a little bit smaller than the U.S., it's a it's a UK bottling. Um, interesting. 
You know, it's funny. It's and, that, and I don't think the UK had. Was it wasn't the UK um, space program that went to Apollo, which is unusual. Okay, so this is one I I don't recall seeing, boys. Pharmacists do it over the counter. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new one. That's a new one. I like the official Decent Ten. Yeah, that's a delicious bottle. Delicious, but you so, can't find it. But then this is cast strength. So you look at this. Thank look you, at that pink color. Yeah, there's a, I didn't it, notice it, it in the bottle. It looks like they. You can have it. You got a bottle of it. It, it looks like they didn't um, dump any of the sherry out before they put the the new make in it. It's totally stayed on the side. What's it smell like, guys? Like PX. Yeah, I'll leave it up here so we can see what oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it's going to take a big um, minute to open up, I think. Yeah. So, it smells tight. This smells tight. I wouldn't doubt that it's going to need a little water. Um, oh, yeah, it's, now the, gra- now the grapes are coming out. You can definitely get the PX in it first hit, but it's not like... Ooh, the color. <laughs> he already hit it. <laughs> Sean already hit it. Oh, pretty good. Sixty-one, huh? huh? Is that all? No, it's sixty. Is it sixty-one? Sixty-one-six. <laughs> Doesn't taste it. It's not really? It goes down smooth. Does it really? Pretty much. Gosh, it's good. Wow, does it smell it, phenomenal, guys? It's, it's oh, got a. Does not feel like a sixty-one percent ABV. It's hey, got a nice and drum. Oh my gosh! How you doing? <laughs> there's enough. There's creaminess in there that doesn't. That it, it defies the ABV completely. Yeah, it it can probably just hang out for a minute and open up. So while our so while uh, ages, one giant leap. while our amazing Apollo scotch is is aging, let's do some scotch in the news. Scotch in the news. <laughs> so. First things first, we were, we were talking about Brexit before we came oh, on. Oh, this is crazy. <sighs> oh, Brexit. Uh, so, <laughs> so, I guess the EU is calling uh, the, the UK's bluff and saying, you know, you can you can do this whole Brexit thing, but we're not going to renegotiate this deal at all with you. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. So, take it or leave it is, is where they're at. So, now it's, it's back in... Uh, in Boris Johnson's court, I guess, oh. to decide he's if he's going to do a no-deal Brexit, if he's going to take the Brexit that was already negotiated, or if they I stay in the EU. Uh, that doesn't seem like a possibility at this point. So, uh, just because the, the uh, UK got a new PM, the <laughs> EU's not going to take it easy and be like, ah, oh, new boss in town, we'll, we'll talk. Right, right. Because right. yeah. if, if they put it to the vote again, I think they'll vote not to Brexit. That's the thing. <laughs> right. So, yeah, so I mean, he's he's saying that they're going to get out in 99 days is what I was listening 99? to 99? 99 so what, what, days. The, is that because the of the song 99 Red Balloons? Yeah, or? I think it's important. I think if the parliament doesn't like, take the deal, then it's it's off. They're done. So parliament probably ought to take, take the deal or no deal. Take the deal. They better take the deal because they're not going to get another one. And the, the deal is better than nothing. <laughs> Eric, Wait, Eric Wait says, tip, don't mention Brexit in any whiskey bar in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Well, there's your so, tip for the well, night. Most whiskey bars you went to in Scotland. So, yeah, so this is a there. good news, bad news kind of thing, depending yep. on where you live, right? Yeah, it's very uh, true. So for us people in the States, the good news is that uh, I, was, I was listening to an economics show the other day, and they said that this may be the first time that the pound and the dollar are are one to one. What? Um, so, Whoa, that'd be oh, yeah. if, if they do a no deal that. Brexit, Time to take which, a vacation to, to the UK. The stars I, are I don't know if that's true, but uh, that helps out my whiskey purchases quite a bit. Yeah. Um, on the downside, uh, we've got that that potential tariff still 
looming over us. Uh, so that that may still be a thing. But yeah, um, I don't want to hear that. Definitely keep an eye on the Brexit because I mean. It's hard to watch because it's kind of like a slow motion train wreck that everybody's talking about, but it doesn't actually have a wreck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough, man. Uh, What's that move? So the like vet or yeah, <laughs> my well sixty-one percent. I need to air that thing off a little bit. Yes, literally. It's so, a little on the hot side. <laughs> no, it's good, man. So the other thing in the news uh, this week was Diageo's release of. They had a lot of news to talk about. One of the things was uh, their how they did this this last quarter, which they did fairly well, um, and they're attributing a lot of that success to what? What are they attributing it to? <coughs> Game of Thrones. Game not, of Thrones. Not just Game of Thrones. No, the White Walker. The White Walker. Specifically, specifically the White Walker. The White Walker uh, for <laughs> for introducing and bringing in a whole new crowd of Scotch drinkers. Now. I will say, and even when we did the review, I agreed with that whole point, that the the idea of it was to bring in new scotch drinkers. It was reasonably priced. The Game of Thrones hype would have attracted people that sure. may not have been attracted to scotch before, right? The problem with it was that it wasn't particularly good scotch. No, it was, it was uh, our lowest rated whiskey ever. It's the only one that I wish I could go back and change my review because I would have given it a zero. You want to try uh, again? No. We got another. Yes. No. We, we have other plans. We have other plans for that bottle. So, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I can't really fault them for saying that, you know, the White Walker brought in people because I, I think it probably oh, well, did. It, absolutely, it was perfect timing. I mean, Game of Thrones was massively huge. It still is, but I mean, back in that time when they did it, what, the season came out, the final season came out like, what, a month, two months later? Yeah, and I mean, it was hot. And I know a guy that, that drinks some Irish whiskeys uh-huh. and saw that and thought, oh, I just ha- it was introduced introduced to some scotch. So now I'm going to try, I'll try White Walker because, you know, I, I like Game of Thrones and whatever. And he actually, he wasn't so upset with it. I mean, he's an Irish drinker, so, but. I'm going to lose this. Well, if they start with White Walker, it's only, it's only going up from there. Right? Well, and that's, well, that's, that's a good true. Point. Very good point, Lana. I, I will say that I don't think there was anything like particularly offensive about it. You know, I that, found it offensive. That, well, but you're a Scotch guy, right? So there's there, there was nothing in there that's going to chase people away per se, other than it tasted like something I would use to clean out wounds and not really something that. Well, I would see, that's the thing. Drink. So I mean, Dewar's White Label, Dewar's Twelve, um, Johnny Black, all priced less than this, and I think are better whiskey. They're much I, better absolutely. whiskey. But they're not, they're not marketing gimmicks towards something. You know what I mean? A lot of people bought that, be, number one, because they're Game of Thrones fans. Yeah, that, right. that's I mean, the re- number one reason. They I have a bottle of it, and I didn't too. open it. I'm a Game of Thrones fan. It's a collectible type thing. We open it here to review it, and I'm like, I'm not opening mine, because mm-hmm. it's not worth opening. It's worth more closed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will say, I, I wish, because of the Game of Thrones hype, they could have charged an extra 5 or $10 and put a little bit better liquid in that. Well, bottle. at forty dollars, you know well, I, mean? I don't know what the market. They, they, I don't know what they paid for the marketing rights to Game of Thrones. That might have been. I got to be truthful here. Anytime somebody tells me I have to put a bottle in the freezer to That's enjoy wrong. it, wrong. I'm, I'm already skeptical. My, like, what, what are you trying to hide? Man, I, <laughs> I put it right next to the Coors Lights when the mountains turned blue. So did that bottle. Exactly. <laughs> good in the, in the freezer is and that's because yeah. you want to hide the flavor of the vodka. So, I, you know, I get what they were trying to do, and apparently they were successful. They're, they they're happy with it. 
And apparently Pop Smurf. it, it uh, brought in some... Yeah, it is. What's up, Papa? Papa Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> apparently it brought in some new people for him. Hopefully those people transition to something else. I hope you know? so. But then again, if they really like it... I guess it's not hurting us. Well, well if they like it, it I, I don't know if they'll like scotch because it's a very different flavor profile. Maybe maybe you'd like some light Irishes and, and some blood Irish maybe because it's a really light, um, you know, there's not a lot of barrel influence into it. So maybe, I don't know. Man, they no, just laughed no, off that water. You no, could hit it with a lot. No, Bob, I know. Bob said to not no, Bob said that. I want to open the nose I want to see what's going on here because it's mean, tight. All right, so we're we're drinking right now. We're drinking this uh, one giant leap single malt wow. Scotch whiskey. It's hot. From uh, this is from the whiskey barrel, Deanston, ten year old. Scott from comment. the test dummies. You need to get a bottle you of this. Do, Go to the whiskey Hurry barrel up. right now and order it right before glass. it's gone. My glass oh, this is, is your too. Bomb. So this so far first impressions. I can't wait to get in the water. I think this water is going to do some magic, so, so delicious the, stuff. So we've let, been letting it sit for about ten minutes now. And, it, and it, I'm, I'm smelling barrel in there. I'm smelling oak. I'm smelling sweetness. The the PX is sweet. It's the all PX there. I feel there. I feel like you've got a dirty barrel with like a buildup of sherry you just scraped off there with some brown sugar. Just chunked on it. it in the yes, that's what I'm smelling. In that's there. correct. So I don't particularly like the old <laughs> rosewood because it's more oxidized. This is not. This is fresh and clean and so if you want to compare chocolate this, and cherries and all that against the Deanston Ten, the normal PX, it is has a lot more. The, the normal Ten has a lot more explosion of that PX than this one really? does. It does. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's the water. No, just I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, it's maybe it's a fresher. I don't know why. This one has more like a mature PX. It, smell it's a too. it's a deeper flavor. Yeah, yeah. It, it's good. I like it. So, on that flavor and tasting profile. Let's talk about our topic for tonight. All right. Because I think sure. I think that this will go well great, with what I'm going to do. I say All right. So, yep. All right. So, what I I was reading some articles this week about uh, whiskey classes, <laughs> <laughs> and there was some people that had been talking about you know what what whiskey programs, how to develop your palate, like what do people do, right? Um, I think I had an advantage coming into this whole thing because I was a chef, and that was part of my job, was to pay attention to flavors. Yes, that's your job. And understand, like, how different ingredients impart different flavors and things, and to recognize those flavors as I'm tasting it. I think a lot of people get hung up on on trying to describe things when they first start to taste whiskey. And the first thing they want to say is, well, I don't have a palate for that. I can't taste that, or I, I don't know what to say. The I think the first thing you have to do, and a lot of people don't know how to cook, but a lot of the stuff that we describe is things that you use in the kitchen, right? Now, there's other things, too, like you can get herbal or old leather or, you know. Floral. Yeah, stuff. like some other things. But there's a lot of food terms that come out because mm-hmm. it's whiskey. Yeah, so what I did tonight was I grabbed some, uh, some ramekins. And I put some some common things that we have all used to describe whiskey, right? And so I want you guys to, to smell what's in here and describe it without using the word that it actually is. Okay. Right? Oh, Define the word without using the so, word. So the first one we've got is black pepper, okay? Ah, uh, you should have told me. Well, but <laughs> you're going to know what when you smell like? it. And it's they don't know what it is by looking at you smelling the ramekin, right? But here's, here's the thing. 
There, there are components in all of these things that you're picking up in the whiskey, and you're putting those components together to describe that thing. So it's a it's an amalgam of oh of gosh. separate things, right? So it's not just black pepper. When you're talking about black pepper, I feel like this is a test. Well, but no, it's it, but there is no wrong answer, right? That's correct. So, yeah. so I mean, black pepper. You're talking about it, it's it's a roasted. It's got that roasted it's element to it, right? So, how so it's got it, it's got a spicy note to it. So it's a it's a berry that they it's roast. A, it's a berry. Is it roasted or yeah. is it dried? Or no, it, they've got to they've got to impart some heat to it so that it's it's so what's it fully like dried? Red out. pepper, green pepper, black pepper. Is there it's like a different a, plant? Different plant. Okay. Yeah. So you can have pink peppercorns. You yeah. Can, you know, white pepper, black pepper. There's there's a lot of different kinds of peppers, and so a lot of them will will give you different things out of it. But when you smell that. You're getting, and some of them are very unidimensional, right? right? So you don't get necessarily a ton of stuff, but you're getting certain things out of the whiskey that remind you of that thing. And just because they remind you of black pepper, they might remind Drew of something right. completely different. Right. So when, when I smell it, the first thing I got to tell you is, is I, yes, I did find it. It was pretty unidimensional, believe it or not. Just closing my eyes and, and forgetting what I'm, I, what I'm sticking my nose in, I actually sm- I think it smells very edgy. Um, almost like a salt. I hate to say it because that's the exact opposite of black pepper, but what I found really, really weird is how quickly my nose became numb to it. Yep. The second or third time I went into it, I couldn't smell it at all. Right. I literally, I, I, had to, I had to reset. I had to take so, it away from it. And- so the it, other it just, part of pepper is the, is the breathing back out. So when you eat pepper right. and you get that spice, you're getting that spice on the, it's on the reflux it's breath. It's almost, it's almost so like it's when you're, wood. I'm getting a little bit of like, it's, it's like fresh, young wood. If you sure. Don't go in too deep. You just got to be a little bit off of it. And, it. and it's just like, just be real. Don't get too close. Just just smell it lightly. And right. you get, Sawdust. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so, right. so, so it, you also get a different flavor and, and different nose if you go deep in <laughs> versus just like so, walked over. So you're getting different things out of that than Mark is, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. So here's the next one. Oh, Smell yeah. that one real quick. So that, that pepper's oh, really good. It, it, it smells like it's going to be sticky. <laughs> <laughs> it smells right? sticky. I mean, and you're just like, oh, this is going to be messy. It's like it smells purple. Um, <laughs> it has a bit of a beef jerky smell to it. Right. I mean, like a young, you know, young salted meat. I get like a soy sauce. A little bit. Is it? Soy? It's not soy sauce, is it? No. No, it's not. Uh, it, it's Worcestershire, I believe. Nope. I, I think it's. Uh... I'll let Andrew smell and then. Uh, Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Smell. Then I'll tell you what it is. It's liquid smoke. Nope. It smells like liquid smoke and. Teriyaki oh combined. my gosh! Oh my gosh! What is it? It's. Uh, you're supposed to give an answer there, Pat Dawson. Well, it does smell a little bit it's, like. It's very say. It's a very savory. Greg Bowers, yep. you won't be disappointed. I promise you. It's almost you. like a, a a molasses, but it's the nose is not sweet at all. So what is it? Blackstrap molasses. It is molasses, but it's blackstrap molasses. Why does it smell smoky? Then? What's the difference? What's because what's they cooked the mean? crap out they cooked, of it. They, they cooked. Okay. They, they, it's basically burnt. So, but I get this occasionally in some. I so taste it because it's 
It's actually sweet, but it's so, got it's that got that so smoky the, element to it. The nose but it's, is very it's, savory. It's, it's sticky sweet when you're. So when you say developing your palate, it's not just the nose. It's obviously a combination, right. but your nose does. We know from so, Dan Crowell, it's a, it's a big. So part a lot of, of this is you know when when people talk about how chefs put dishes together and how they make things right. A lot of what they're doing is they're taking indi wow, individual ingredients nice. like this, and they understand how you know honey goes together with you know pepper so and and what it's going to do you know and so you rub that honey and pepper over a pork loin and it imparts the sweet and the spice right right and and so that's what they're utilizing so when you're when you're getting a whiskey especially a complex whiskey that's what I'm doing is analyzing like how are these flavors and and picking out individual parts because when I go into a restaurant that's kind of what I have to do so try these you so know that, what those blast, are? that blast Strepmoss does smell like Worcestershire when you when it you just does. Yep. But when you add this, when you taste it, the now, sweetness comes. Does it up. smell different? Now? Yeah. I don't know if it tastes. Uh, I think it almost smells. No, it smells the same as it, what it like right. So, so to me, these would be what I would call, you know, base ingredients, right? So when I'm when I'm tasting a whiskey, those are kind of the things that I'm looking for. When I read, when I read a whiskey description that has like, you know, all these crazy terms. They're they're picking out one or two elements of like you know this this uh, you know espresso creme brulee that they're talking about. Well, it's got coffee and it's got you know a a, a creamy you know okay flan t character. I'm to gonna it. throw a curveball at you because you want me to describe this without using what you know the word of it what it is. To me, I describe that it smells like like a cup of tea. It smells like Christmas. <laughs> right. It does smell I mean, Christmas. so I, I mean, it's so it's it obviously like something spicy—a clove. Like, it's, like a clove it's either clove or cinnamon. I, I mean, <laughs> right. So you, you know, uh, it, it honestly, clove is what I think it is because it I, I it I it makes me think That's of people weird. that smoke those well, clove when cigarettes. When I hear right? Christmas, I think clove. Right. And, and before I even brought it over to me. So I mean, part of so my my advice to people when you're trying to develop when you're just starting, and I think we were pretty good at it. I think he helped because you were the first one to really take the dive without having the experience that you had. Yeah, right? You've got formal training. Right. And Drew was the oh. first one to literally start throwing out words that reminded him of experiences, and he wasn't afraid to throw out words. He wasn't afraid to just <laughs> take a sip of something and say, "I'm freaking bubblegum." I mean, how many people say bubblegum when they're reviewing scotch? You nobody. Not, nobody, right? He what? started with burnt toast. I mean, he yep. started. And then, so then it, we, we let our guard down and started throwing out, well, you know what? This reminds me of a Pop-Tart. Or this reminds me yeah. what? With cereals, right? Right. Yep. So you, you start relating it to your experience, to your your background, where but, you come from. it makes sense, though. Like you said, Christmas, right? You, right. you remember, like, for me for me going growing up, I remember going to the mall. Especially at Christmas time, and that smell of the mall is always that Christmas vibe to it, right? Yep. Or to me, even to this day, I'll be out and about, and then I'll be outside, and I'll have this smell, and it will remind me of when I was 14, walking through England in the back garden, going back down the hill to the butcher shop. That smell reminded me Weird, of something. Yeah. It, but that's it's cool how it it just it plays. It smells hard. trigger memories. It does. Yeah. So. The basic gist of this that I kind of wanted to get... You know what it smells like to me? Flat Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Uh, <laughs> That's what it smells like to me. So, so we're, we're to, trying the fourth, the fourth like cup now. Yeah. <laughs> to, to me, I, I think that there's no wrong answer when you guys are yeah, calling no out extra? flavors that you get out of, out of a scotch. 
You're going to start out with simple stuff. So pick out simple things and then try and think of what those things really, you know, end up going into. So if you've got three or four flavors that you're pulling out, you know, when, when you read whiskey reviews and they're like, oh, well, that's, you know, Serrano ham and, you know, Manchego cheese or whatever. And you're like, no, it's not, man. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> that's not wow. what you're tasting, right? Tasting is really good right now. <laughs> it, it is very good. Good, Travis. Still really good. So, what is this fourth one? Can you tell us what it is? That is pure vanilla extract. Vanilla extract. So this is it the is it the no, it is, or it, is, is it the white or the black? It's vanilla you know extract. What? It's not no not tequila. It, no, but you can get white vanilla and black. Vanilla. What? I've never seen white vanilla. I don't think I have either, actually. So, so that's neat because it, you know, it, it it what what did you how did you describe it like uh, Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so there's just, vanilla Coca-Cola, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, 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 and, and to me, Sean's been tasting it, which uh, is interesting. Like, we haven't tasted vanilla it. is, wow. especially wow. extract, it's more of a flavor or a, oh. a smell than it is a flavor. Well, it almost, it, it's almost so overwhelming by itself. I guess yeah, I don't know. Yeah. As you as you, you you start to develop this thing, you know you you start off in the bottom and you start working your way up. There's some some things that you can do to help yourself along. One of the things that along our journey um, that I take to heart uh, was a tip we learned from Bart and Scotch Test Dummies way back. We were doing that tasting that, that uh, Elijah Craig that bottle, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought a heat. I mean, it was yeah. a, it's a big bottle like this, sixty one six. It was a punch in your face. And you're trying to pull these flavors out, right? You think you've got a decent palate. You can hang, but, man, the ABV's killing. And so Bart says, before you take your next sip, work up a little bit of spit in your mouth. So basically you're watering that scotch right. down in your mouth before you know it hits your palate, really. So it doesn't and burn you out. It doesn't burn you out. And all of a sudden you're starting to – it separates some of those flavors, makes them a little bit easier to identify. It's just – there's small little bitty tricks. I mean, you see some guys online that are washing their mouth or like what? You know, like uh, – um, horse, right? I mean, like right. mouthwash. It's like, oh man, I don't know if I can do that with a sixty-one point six. No. Man, my eyes are gonna pop out of my head. My <laughs> sinuses are gonna bleed out of my nose. But uh, there's there's different tricks and, and tips and, and methods of pulling those things out. Breathing out. Dan Carroll, uh, Crowell said that, yeah. right? Yep. I mean, and and you said that's one thing about pepper. It's, yep. There's there's definitely so, tips. So you can I think you just have to pay attention. Like I think that's the biggest lesson that I can impart is that you know when you're eating something. Pay attention. And, and it, it's tough because if you didn't cook it, you don't know why it has those two or three flavors. And so you can't say, well, that's sage, right? Because you don't know what sage tastes like. Yep. So it, it makes it really difficult for right. you to identify things because you can't pick out those flavors. And I think that's why a lot of people have trouble because there's a lot of people that don't cook. Well, you know well, what I mean? That's so, true. so I view there's a couple ways to do that. So. I am not good at identifying distilleries based on flavor because I haven't put the time in to say, okay, here's a Deanston or here's a uh, Glenmorangie or anything, and, and I'm going to understand what Glenmorangie tastes like. And then when I taste another scotch, it's like that or not. I tend to do what you do. I, I, tend to, I pull the flavors out that I most relate to. So what I've tried to do – so. Along flavor profile, you can also buy one of these kits. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Now, you can't do the palate with these, but you can get your nose on. What is this kit? So this is a, a flavor profile kit. This is a 88-point kit that where you've got 88 different flavors, and they've got all these different flavors. It, 
or noses in Noses, here. right, smells. For everywhere from Aromas. licorice to limes to <clears throat> grapes to prunes to chocolate, corn, um, cedar, honey, um, coconut, nutmeg, everything. They got all these flavors, and they and they come in these little these little bottles. So you pull this little lever off, and say you want to smell like honey taste, honey smells like. So you pull bottle number seventy, and you open this little bottle, and it's got a little cap on it, and you can, you can, you can break the seal on these things, and I, I, I pull, I peel the seals off, and then put them back, keep, keep them smell. But you can smell honey. And Is that it, what that's supposed to be? That's honey. <clears throat> oh wow! And it's, and it's like a, it's like a, a condensed essence of honey. And then Damn. You, and, and you train your brain. Okay, this is honey. This is honey. And then you go around. Now, yeah, this this is honey. a lot of work. I mean, it takes a lot of time to do. And, but there's a lot of people who do it. Well, if you really is, want to be. And, but this is how you analyze, yeah. like, what Sean was saying. What does cloves smell like? Well, it smells like a little bit like honey, a little bit of vanilla, a little sweetness. You know, you pull all those companions together, or you just say, that's clove. It, Neither are wrong. No, but exactly. it's like everything else. The more you train on something, the better right. you become at it. So right. honestly, if you really want to be good at it and develop that pilot to the next level, this is something you should consider. This is something to yep. consider. It's a couple hundred bucks on. Um, and and you're gonna have to you take know. your time. I mean, you know, to be honest, it took me a long time to build up my palate. It took time. me a long time to figure you didn't out. You just pay to go what, to school and learn how to cook, right? Well, and it's not just going to school. Like right. it's, it's it's a trial and experimentation at home and at work. Trying to figure out what goes together and what flavors go together, and and it it works. I, they don't have, they don't actually have vomit. They do have some pretty vile like bad seafood and other smells in the. Oh yeah, we did smell that, that that weird fish one that was yeah. Favorite. The interesting that, that's in, the interesting about this is it comes with an aroma wheel, which of course I like the aroma wheel because it helps you think about flavors as you as you smell something. You look at the wheel and you and you think about the different flavors you know. But what it also has is some really popular whiskeys in here with their flavor profile already um, Made out. defined. Right. So you get you get Macallan Sherry Oak 12 year old. Here's the, how they define the flavor wheel. Let me see what that. And looks so you like. can go through and you can say, Do I smell that? I don't. Okay. Let me let me train myself. Maybe I should smell well, that. Whatever. And and that brings up another interesting point because you know there there are things that some people pick out that you're sensitive to. You you have that whole thing with Macallan where you smell that sulfur, right? I don't ever get that. I'm not sensitive to it at all, and it never comes up for me. So, so there are things that are going to be on that flavor wheel that you may never pick up. Yes. You know that that you're just not not sensitive to, and even with training, you may not be able to pick them out. That's correct. So one thing I want to ask about this flavor wheel because I've never looked at this this particular one. So mm -hmm. when, when you look at it, just an example. Here's the McKellen. Here's the wheel. If it's white, they're saying it does that. It should it, have it's that. not in that bottle. So the McKellen's got this. Now right off the bat. I'm gonna, before I flip to the next one, I'm going to say, to me, that would say that a very complex whiskey should be have hits all over this wheel. Uh, not I necessarily. But, I mean, so explain this. The oven is all over. I mean, it literally is covering the entire it does, wheel. It's, it does it's, fill it's, the wheel. So when I look at this, I'm thinking, man, that oven has got to be just crazy. I mean, I'm going to have to sit with that glass for a long time to try to pull out every one of these. Yeah. I mean, whereas... Uh, you know, more unidimensional, maybe a quick sherry bomb or something might be a quarter of the wheel. This yeah. just blows my mind that the oven is all over the wheel, 360, you know? Yeah, well, well when you add the, the peak to it, you add a whole section of the wheel that, like, McAllen right. doesn't have. Look, Glamorangie doesn't want to go there. Like on the peak. By, by design, they don't want to be there. Right. So, you know, this so is they, cool. They may have a, a darker section in that 
that sweet and honey and floral section, but nothing in the peat and, and fainty. I, I think that something like this is useful, especially if you want to get more detailed in your descriptions. Correct. You know, if you feel like you don't have a whole lot going on as far as, you know, how to describe your whiskeys, I think that that kit gives you a way to talk that's, about whiskey that you didn't have. And they've got, they've got the 88 kit, they've got a 12 or 24 kit, they've got smaller versions as well that are more affordable. Oh, God but, love you. Oh, look at this boy. Oh, so let's, oh, can we pause See, I was, yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing this so we can talk glasses. about it. Yep. Well, no, they had, well, maybe, I'm not sure. Oh, there's no, some people that asked about, about the glassware. So we'll talk about the glasses in a second. Let me tell you something about this Deanston. All right. delicious. Sweetheart, you're going home. Um, but here's the deal. So <laughs> if you've had the Deanston 10 PX, it's a great bottle. It's very hard to find right now. I know KB is dying to find some more. To me, <laughs> this is very close to that Deanston 10. I think the, Deans, the original Deanston 10 had a better nose. It was a little bit more of that funky PX that you're looking for, which I really liked. But it still is very sherry. This one reminds me of that, but a higher ABV, stronger. But boy, it, it will knock your socks off on the sherry overload. I mean, it is so punch deep you in the nose, sherry bunch. It, it really is. But it's very. I, do, you, do you guys remember the ten? I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember the ten. It's very similar, ten. right? Yeah. This is good though, but it does need a little bit of water, oh, yeah. or it needs oh, to it, sit for a little I bit think and so open too. up. It, yeah. it needs a little bit of both because you get much more chocolate and rich, rich raisins and things coming out. It All might right. not be there after the show tonight because so, I think everybody's going to buy them. So speaking of uh, alcohol evaporation, oh. it's time for our our newest segment what? on the live show. Uh oh. All right. So before we get to it, we have been hounding Andrew, who who is a uh, a chemical engineer by trade, right? Uh, and we're like, you know what? You should talk about this stuff because you actually understand it. So, Dr. Scotch, we have Dr. Scotch in the house to uh, explain some of the uh, mysteries of chemistry as a, they ref, they uh, relate to whiskey. I am not a doctor, but I play one on YouTube. Damn right, you do. So, uh, so, so this is Dr. Scotch, and I am here to answer some of the more chemistry, technical-related questions aligned with Scotch. Well, what's, what's the question your- for today? So the question for today, Dr. Scotch, is why does my whiskey turn cloudy? You should have asked it like Horshack. It's not too late, I guess. The, the question is, you know, really around, it, so Scotch is a complex mixture of, of compounds. So you have alcohol, you have water, that's obvious. But you have other compounds that create the color, they create the flavor, create the mouthfeel. So you have proteins in there, you have esters, you have aldehydes, you have a, a, lots of other compounds that are in there that, that are like really minute quantities. But there's a significant amount of protein in there that comes out, that extracts out of the barrel or may come over in the overheads of the whiskey or uh, the distillation process. And you know, many of you know that if you get a whiskey above 46% ABV, it will not be chill filtered. The point of chill filtering is to pull some of those proteins out. So the, those proteins are soluble in high alcohol content. What's what's chill filtering mean? So what, with, with chill filtering, that? what they do? Oh, that's is, for next week. Is they take the whiskey <laughs> and they cool it down to roughly zero degrees uh, Celsius, or you know, just basically above freezing. And what they do is they um, what that happens is they the liquid will cloud. It will become cloudy and, and kind of turbid. And then they put it through a filter. And they pull all that cloudiness out of the whiskey. 
So they intentionally bring it below the solubility of those proteins to pull all that, that cloudiness out. So if they didn't chill it, it and they ran it through a filter, it wouldn't pull it that stuff off there because they're not... It doesn't precipitate. It doesn't come out of right. solution at that point. I see. So by, by chilling it down, even at above 46% ABV, you remove all those proteins. So then when you bring it back up... It's nice and clear because you like a clear glass of whiskey. You don't want any of that cloudiness. So if you happen to leave your whiskey out, this is an example of the night before. Mm. And say somebody takes you to bed or some, something happens that you can't get to your whiskey, finish your whiskey that Bad night. scotch drinker. Bud, <laughs> don't be that guy. Like that. The next day, oftentimes you'll find your whiskey looking like that. It's the same whiskey. Nothing changed except the alcohol content. So alcohol is more volatile than water, and so it'll evaporate out. So you bring that alcohol content down, and all those proteins come out of solution, and so it's cloudy. It's not any. It's not dangerous. It's not toxic. There's no bacteria growing in there. Does the flavor change? It will because the alcohol content goes down. So and all those all those precipitated proteins now they don't have as much access to the taste buds, and so you don't. T- it did. It, it will taste different. Mm-hmm. It'll have a different mouthfeel. It'll be thicker. There's lots of lots of chemical changes that go on just leaving a whiskey out overnight. So that's crazy. It is crazy, Damn, Doctor Scotch. <laughs> so you're a when, brain. When you chill filter, that's I find a color. lot of times the the thing that I don't like about the lower alcohol scotches is that they feel they've got like a watery mouthfeel to them. Correct. Whereas you know a higher ABV scotch seems to have a little bit more. <laughs> Chew to it, it does. for lack of a better so all word. All that protein it adds viscosity, it adds mouthfeel, it adds waxiness, and all that kind of thing that, that a lot of times you like in a whiskey. But if the whiskey on the left the night before had been chill filtered, let's say it was a 43% ABV, been chill filtered, mm-hmm. and I left it out the next morning, it's not going to look like that. It will. It's because still you, will? you will probably drop below 20% ABV at that point. Because that alcohol will evaporate out, so you get a really so you low still concentrate. so you still get more protein. There's still some protein left. Exactly. In. So, so they don't even, get all the protein out. Even, even if you take a if you take a forty percent ABV and you know it's been chill filtered and you let it sit out, it will cloud up. It will there'll, there'll be a residue in the bottom of the glass as it evaporates. You it just won't be as much as. as, much. as yeah. So there you go. All right, we love new subscribers. Hey, uh, so, so we did have one question. So what's for you the question? So, watery mouth. Uh, Comes from Sunday Evening Scotch. That's right. He says, ah. "Why do my whiskey bottles get empty so fast? Is there a hole in the bottle?" Yes, it's called cork. And you pull that cork, and you pour it out. Your belly. The bottle goes down. Fast. Wow, Doctor Scotch, you're a genius. You're a genius. <laughs> that was actually really. That, good. that was really cool. That was so, awesome. so I apologize for all the geekiness, but there's so much interesting uh, parts of science in whiskey. We uh, have been. Not- Yelling at Andrew for a long time. Over like, a year. Dude, because we will have like these conversations off the air. We're like, hey, you know, why this or why that? Or we'll talk about still shape. And Andrew will launch into out of nowhere this whole we're like dissertation. And we're like, oh, yeah, you know a lot about this I stuff. mean, he brings in like the molecular puzzle and models and he's building structures That's and stuff. Like, I'm like, Okay, he really is smart. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll add some content. So stay tuned but, for next week's episode of but I, I, I find it intriguing just because there is a ton of chemistry. And even when you talk to chemists about it, I, I will have to say my, my favorite Dr. Scotch moment was when we talked to the 
What? <laughs> when when Andrew and I went to the glyph table at so, one of the uh, whiskey shows. I know we're a little bit behind schedule, but... Um, this is a good story. We, 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 talked, we went to a whiskey fest, and we went to glyph, where they, they created a... Um, <laughs> why does my head hurt? It's a, that'd be the sulfites. Um, so we talked to the glyph, <laughs> where, where they created a, a whiskey. $10 answer. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. The podcast people don't know what we're laughing about. So what is the what I forget the the bottle that they created what the, the name of the, the whiskey was Frank and whiskey it was a Frank and whiskey I love scotch I love this scotch thank you cheers thanks guys guys oh we gotta take the cap off first oops I thought you broke it for a second party foul so hold that that thing. It's good stuff. Wow. Travis wanted to know if you guys had to score without giving any more details, what would you say? It's the number. I already gave him my number. What would you say? I said 3-5. Yeah, I love it. I think 3-5 too. It's in that range for I'm, sure. Right. Without sweet, really getting into The sweetest, and I'm getting so, so, you know, some of the oakiness out of it. It's the really ABV like, with the sherry sweetness, it, you can play with it if you want. You can sit around. I mean, the price is a little high, but boy, it's, it's damn good. Yeah, twice, twice as good as the Damn you, whiskey escape. barrel. <laughs> Don't everybody go out and buy <laughs> the uh, remaining five or six yeah, bottles leave, that are leave left. Leave me a bottle left. Don't buy it. <laughs> it's all good. So tell them about the glyph table. So we went to the glyph table and we talked to the uh, chief product manager or something like that. Yeah. And I asked them, so you know, so what they do is they they took whiskeys and they they broke them apart into understand what the chemical composition of, of the whiskey, and then they tried to put. A new whiskey together, starting with pure water, pure alcohol, and all those compounds to create that flavor. Well, I, I started asking the product officer about kind of what type of technology do you use? Do you use HPLC? Do you mass spec? And he's, his answer was, I, I'm not sure, but I think we use many of those. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. Dr. Scotch is on to like, something here. <laughs> he smells blood in the water. I'm gonna stop he totally asking. did. I'm going to stop asking because, you know. Because you don't know anything. Right. Well, and you don't want to embarrass the guy, right? You don't want to make exactly. a fool of this and, guy, and right? I'm not going to waste my to, time. To I be mean, fair, I totally did. I probably would have. I would have. We use some of those. But, okay, okay so fair whatever. enough. Right. And, and, your your you know, whiskey tastes like you use some of well, those. Well, yeah, I, I'm not thrilled with their product. Their product is, is a bit. Um, Awkward, because they didn't try to do scotch. They didn't try to do bourbon. They did try to do a whiskey, and what they got was very whatever. Bland. Yeah, and right. So, so that's the, I mean that is what it is. They they refine the process. I mean it is a process because there's there's thousands of compounds in here. I don't know how you would ever be able to buy good quality compounds and put them together at an affordable price. I don't know how you do it. Run well, that there bad boy through a 23andMe test and figure it out. <laughs> what did you go. say? 23andMe. <laughs> what is this genetic profile, baby? Your glass would say it was Polish, <laughs> then my glass would say German. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. All right, so where are we at? What we got left? We got five minutes left for the show. No, we can go a little over. We, we might be able to go a little bit over. Um, where, where are we here? Because I do have one more surprise. Dun, dun, dun. Bob's waiting like to hear this one. Um, I do, too, because they keep opening bottles. So, yeah, well, I'm going to take it up a step. I don't know if it's going to be better or not, but it's going to be up a step. So, mm-hmm. in my process to um, order bottles from the Whiskey Barrel, I know some of you already have. When I ordered the Steenston, 
I go through the process and I'm like, oh man, if I want to pay that shipping, it is a little salty. I might as well get another bottle because it's not that much more for two bottles shipping. It brings the bottle per, you know, shipping per bottle down. Makes him feel so less guilty. I grabbed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I grabbed another bottle and it's an exclusive. Um, and we had a bit of an issue with the shipping. It showed up today. It was super stoked. Wasn't planning on opening it today, but due to what happened in the uh, transit, I am going to have to open it. So what happened was this bottle. I'm not show you what it is yet. Obviously, in the uh, flying over from the UK, the pressure leaked some out. The the, the tube it was in was soaked in whiskey, and I lost, you know, I lost the neck. I probably lost what three or four ounces out of it. So I've emailed them, and Whiskey Barrel is great. They are taking care of it. They are making this right. Um, I have to say they've been wonderful to deal with. But um, nevertheless, it doesn't ruin the whiskey, but might as well open it now, right? So what we have here is a signatory vintage. This is an 11-year-old Glenlivet. It is uh, matured in first fill Sherry Hogshead. 289 bottles at 66% ABV. So Why can't I see through it? <laughs> Dr. Scotch. 66% ABV. So, right. honestly, Scotch is putting barrels at 63 Honestly, I don't know if it's darker, if it's as dark as the... Yeah, well, I'd say it's, I'd maybe a little bit it's, lighter. It's pretty this close. This is like really dark tea, and that's like flat Coke. Yeah, so... Um, did you darker. say... Back up a tick. Did you say 66 percent, Sean? This is the wow. this is a bomb. So the interesting thing: most Scotch goes in the barrel at sixty three five. It's I just, hope my it's, wills. It's updated. a standard. Comp, uh, <laughs> well, you know, that's the standard for so, the thing. So uh, look at everybody's <laughs> like that sounds amazing. We're gonna let you know if it's amazing. Um, so. Wow, it's it's the uh, the the, the oh, metals. There's your problem. That's why oh, she leaked. Shit. So the cork is already broke. Wow. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate the uh, super chat, buddy. Uh, dude, we can get that out. Yeah, we can get that out. Pull your fingers, right? Yeah. Use your teeth. If not, I've. Uh oh. You're like a pirate. You got this, man. I got this. I do, but. Oh, it's ripping. Just rip him. Now the scotch tastes like cork. <laughs> I got glue. Oh, shit. You got glue. Cork is this, Do we have backup corks over there? Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah. Okay. I got a hold. I would take pictures of this to send this to the whiskey barrel, but I've already emailed with them, and they've already, you know, taken taken precautionary measures. Get we're going to make drink. this right. So, All right. here it is, guys. Glenn Livett. 66% ABV, 11-year-old, first fill sherry hogshead, bottled by Signatory Vintage for the whiskey barrel. Um, pass her back. Cork's good. I like that you're filling my glass first. No cork Don't worry. Actually, that's a question I want to ask you guys. Do you guys, when you open your whiskey, do you smell the cork? You should Ooh. if you don't. Yeah, so that, that was an experience we had, oh. which maybe that'll be good oh. on the Dr. Scotch episode. That would be good. Uh, okay. Did you clap your hands? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's excited. You smell like you tell me you don't want to clap your hands. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, man. So, uh, 66%. Oh, 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 oh. Oh my God. This is why these coins are so valuable. See, thanks right for the compass box cork. I know it's a good one. 
Ooh, it might not fit. Give me some more. Use it's a little more. tight. It's a little on the tight side. Yeah. I tried to, I tried to match it up, but uh, yeah. yeah. Find, just, find a winner. Right, That's what she said. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Thank you. Sweet. Mm, I love Scotch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Doctor Scotch rules. Love comes from. I love it. I love it, gentlemen. What do you say? I told you. People love Doctor Scotch. We've been trying to get him to do this forever. I know. And, and, forever. And it's a matter of time. And we're like, right. All the whiskey geeks out there would eat this up. And he's like, I don't Man, know. This reminds me of bourbon. Yes! Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Oh. It smells like bourbon? Well, it's got the, a corn the, smell to it. The, no, it's, no, it's got vanilla. Yeah, it's barrel and Like super vanilla. The only way you get oh, from... Oh, Lou, we'll get to it. 63% ABV to 66, you got to be in a hot environment. So I don't know where they aged this, but my guessing is... Jamaica? I'm guessing it's in a hot location. Because in in Kentucky, ABV only goes up. Right. Because it's so hot, it just like bakes it and it, it does have a little bit of that out. sweetness flavor to it. Yeah, a smell. lot of barrel. Highfield would love the smell of that. Man, yeah, totally. you almost can't directly smell it. It's too. I love Scott. Oh, Mark. Wow. Mark. Mark. So, as we do this, Thank let's you, take an opportunity. Lana wants to know what glasses we're using here. Oh yeah. Lana, these glasses were actually a gift from Bob H. So, Bob, mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to say, where did you get these glasses? Because they're unique. Well, number one, they, they definitely have the typical Glen Karen shape, but what I really like about them is that they have a stem, so I can actually hold the bottle without actually warming up my whiskey. As I Be careful. They're actually a little bit bigger on the mouth. Um, the coin just barely fits over it, as opposed to a Glen Karen. Right. But... Um, <laughs> they're really cool glasses. I like them a lot. Bob, why don't you tell her where you got them from? Well, that'll, that'll kick you in the face. Wow, so, that's, that's uh, a hot whiskey. So to me, it doesn't have oh, nearly... So, it, so it doesn't say PX here. It just says First Fill Sherry Hogshead, which is good because I don't smell PX Sherry. No, no it's um, definitely a more oxidized. No, PX than no yeah. I definitely get more vanilla. It's um, a barrel vanilla. Yeah, that's honey from the barrel. The yeah, that that vanilla and honey is from the barrel. That's not from the sherry. I don't Man. think the nose does not have the sherry as much as the palate. Oh, but after you taste it, it does. The yeah, palate the sherry. sherry. It's not like a, this. Not a sherry bomb though. It's it's got a nice sherry. It's a light. It's there, but it's not killing. sherry. <laughs> but it, it will slap you in the face. ABV. <laughs> Holy moly. I, I still can't feel my lips. <laughs> hey, 60 hey, what? I can't see 66. anymore. I can't see. Jesus. I'm losing my vision. Am I blind? Is this moonshine? I'm going to put some water in right now. This is going to be hotter than hell. Nah, I need another, so, I need another sip. Of actually, what ended up happening, guys, um, to, to tell the true story and truth and, and transparency, I ordered the Deanston, um, and I ordered an Edredor 12 um, that's exclusively fill, uh, matured in sherry. So... I got those bottles, and I decided I wanted to get another Deanston because mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to open it. I want I want to put one back, and I wanted to be able to open one. So I opened the second one, and I got this to go along with that one because when I'm ordering from Whiskey Barrel here in the states, like I said, it's it's just it's like forty bucks to ship one bottle, and it's fifty bucks to ship two. I'm gonna get the second one. Yeah. They've got a great selection of whiskeys. Um, That's really so. I got this one, and it showed up. Like I said, it was leaky. I mean, the the can it came in is just saturated. It was all condensed, and so I emailed them, and they were really cool about it. We're square. We're 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 really good. I've ordered from them before. 
Um, I Travis, how fast they ship stuff. Man, they, they ship stuff. It's amazing. It's Travis Fairclough, thank you so much for remembering us when you come across <laughs> yeah, these, these, these are, bottles. I'll tell you what, this is next level. It's, it's really good. So I put some water on this. On this uh, it's a Glen Limit, right? It is a Glen Limit. So I put, I put some water on it. You know what's funny? We were talking about memories. and This reminds me of, you're going to laugh. <laughs> I usually so do. a really good glass. <laughs> Mini, frosted mini wheats. Really? Yeah. So I get that sweetness to the the wheat Frosted smell. mini wheats. Yes. So the question but, is this a is this a Scotch whiskey? Wow. Single malt Scotch whiskey. It is. Boy, that barrel is, is dominating here. It's that sweet sugar on the nose is what's getting me, and that weedy, that the oaky <laughs> finish. Can I you don't need it much more. Nah. So Bud says Doctor Scotch depressed, so he has to go. <laughs> I think he has to work tomorrow. So. Any, anything you Bud's do, not working. He's drinking. Yeah. Don't be that guy, Bud. How close yeah, is I it to the quite a bit of water on it. It's still hot. Nandura shirt. I don't remember. Honestly, I think this blows that out of the water, everyone. Uh, uh, I mean, and it's really ABV, but the, the flavor is really good. It's not a PX sherry, it, but it's definitely man. sherry influence. You you get a very yeah, heavy not sherry. That sweet poppy, right? Cherry. But you poured a bunch of water in there, and it's probably wow. about I still need more 58. Water. 58. <laughs> and it's great. I mean, it's next level stuff. This I'm can very pleased hold with this water for sure. Well, so when I bought this. I actually texted Bob H. and I said, you know, I'm getting this because Glenn Levitt is, is one of Bob H.'s. That's kind of his go-to. That's his fallback position. If, if Bob's traveling and wants a glass of scotch, he's going to fall back to a Glenn Levitt 18 because it's tried and true. Really? He, he loves her. And, and, and you, you can know, find it. Right. You can find it. It's at a lot of bars. And, you know, he'll take her to the dance every time. Never let down. So I saw this Glenn Livet, and I'm like, 66%, holy moly, right? So I order it, and I texted him, and the first thing he says back to me is, 66%. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you mistype that? Right. <laughs> you made 56, so, right? So did you go through the whole description when you got it, or when no, you opened it? No, so go for so it. So this is the un, the Unchill Filtered Collection from Signatory Vill or Vintage. Distilled at Glenn Livet Distillery, Space Side Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, Vintage 2007. Selected for the whiskeybarrel.com. 11 years, uh, bottled on February 20th, 2019. Cask number 900128 out of 289 bottles. First fill, Sherry Hogshead. It's it's honestly delicious when you when you get it to start watering down. Take a little bit off. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting at 66. You got to try it at 66. Man, you you got to try you it. You got to try it. <laughs> but there's so much to it. Right. right. I'll tell you what. I like high ABV, but when you get above 60, it's... It's a punch. It's a punch. Man. Well, you, and you I honestly it. think you miss a lot on the flavor you profile do. on your because palate. Because it's so hot. Because of the alcohol. Yep. And so you really kind of got to bring it down a little bit. Um but anyway, my experience with the whiskey barrel was was incredible. I think I got a couple of good bottles, and I'm excited about them. Wanted to share them with you, and wanted to share them with you guys. Absolutely. Um, if you can get a bottle of that uh, one giant leap, it, it was it was tasty. I, I enjoyed it. Don't buy a bottle. Yeah. See, see the, the weird that, thing that's is gonna be that's how Drew can buy one. So we got a bunch of vanilla on this, right? Uh huh. But then I smell the vanilla extract. That bring it on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring good it on! Point. It's completely different. That vanilla extract is not what I think of when I think of vanilla. God, that's what I smell. I smell. Yeah, but I'll smell that. I'll smell that. It's but there's a hint of it different. there, though. It, it, so this is more like a molasses. So, but you bizarre. get you get vanilla, but you also get that 
that sweet brown sugar honey exactly right. yeah, that they, you also think of when you think of like a, a something that's baked that has vanilla yeah, in this it. Is way it's sweeter. not just vanilla. How often do you taste just vanilla? Never. Right. That's right? that's way it's, it's the right. purest form of vanilla. Right. Right. But what I'm saying is when you talk about vanilla, you never talk about vanilla in and isolation. Extract, right. You talk about vanilla because you think about vanilla in a cookie. Or in creme brulee, or you know something right, like that, right, right. and so it's got other ingredients in there, and so like I said, it's an amalgam of all of those things. Number seventy-one in this flavor profile is vanilla. Let's see what how it compares. Because you know you're right, you're right. When I think of vanilla, it's not necessarily with right. the extract. It's the bread with it. The, the so that's the, why the, when the flour when people talk about vanilla, and then somebody talks about flan or something. Well, what they're describing is what you're describing. It's just they're being much more specific about it. This seems to be more pure vanilla than what the vanilla extract Almost is. Almost musty vanilla. So that's what there's that's their vanilla. Hmm. It's pretty close to that, but that has more sweetness to it. Yeah, this smells actually. This smells more woody to me. Yeah, I mean, it is more like a pod or a seed than a... I think the interesting thing here is, it kind of circled back to the point mm-hmm. of, the, of the show, the top of the cool. show, your palate, right? I mean, right. at the end of the day, it's really based on yeah, everyone's opinion. We all right. have different things. Experiences. But the, the, the more that you focus on trying to find things... So I've got some friends, actually, our wives, right? When we went down yeah. to Seattle and Ward, they were laughing at us because we were, we were calling out stuff. And they're like, it smells like this honeycomb grenade. What are they saying? It's like, but yeah, but it's, it's one of those things where you, you can't just spit things out. You have to kind of concentrate. You have and, to think. And think through things. And eventually, right. the more you do it, practice makes perfect. You're not going to be a connoisseur of exact things. Right. But you're going to be able to start pulling things that make, right or wrong, it's something to you that makes sense to dissect. Right, so two points. You're not going to be an expert to the world. You'll be an expert to you, to you. which is key. what's most important. The most You're important. the one drinking the whiskey. Yeah. Yes, um, I am. It, 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 <laughs> I mean, point blank, that's, that's really it. And then, honestly, it, your suggestion of paying attention, and once you get it done, you want to start this journey, Pay attention when you're not drinking whiskey. Pay yep. attention when you're eating that bowl right. of cereal. Pay attention when you're eating those green beans. Mm-hmm. Steak. And, and start picking stuff out and be like, oh. Go that, through your spice cap. Yeah. I You'll mean, be amazed what you find. The more yeah. you pay attention when you're not drinking whiskey, the easier it is to pay attention when you are drinking whiskey. And sometimes you just need to close your eyes and just let things go and just smell and then drink and not worry about stuff. I mean, it's funny you say that, but yeah. I mean, it's the truth, though. You can't, yep. if, you, if you try too hard. Right, right. You you can tell that you're trying too hard. Yeah. You know, enjoy it. It's fun. Exactly. Right? And you're not wrong. You're because it's what it's your experience. I don't care yeah. what anybody else does. They can tell you you're full of it, but at the end of the day, you're the one sn- smelling it. You're the one drinking it. I don't care. Do whatever you want to do. We have people that tell us we're wrong. I'm, I don't pay any attention to that. So we've had some comments about the after after show. It, you said it's not suitable for work. Not safe for work. Not safe for work. Whatever. Um, there's some comments on what that means. Moose thinks it's when I unbutton my lab coat. It, it could very well be. No, nah, there's no video portion to it. <laughs> it's just audio. But it's a, basically, it's uncensored. It's a lot of fun. Um, we have a good you time. You should definitely join with us. We get on every, every show for our patrons. Um, I think it's, was it, um, I can't remember the, the tier, but um, 
be doing a before show and after show before each live. So yep. it's not breaking the bank or anything. No. When you get enough water on it, it blows the sherry up. Does it? <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, it's That's a bomb. Funny. Yep. That's funny. Why? I it mean, does. really. Uh, that 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 finish was just all sherry. I mean, I think I was drinking a glass of wine. I'm going to have to put some more water on it. It's, it's hot. Um, I put so, twice the water. I know. So, I guess we're wrapping things yep, up. Wrapping so, things up. Uh, for those of you who are looking for us, we're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Discord, Swear. definitely join the Discord server because it's a ball. Just search for Scotch <laughs> oh, Four Dummies the, the, Number the, Four. The general Discord server is free to anybody. If you watch and you jump in, and you can do that. Yeah, yeah. the general. Yep. server. and and, and yep. we have a great time. There's a lot of great, great people, people talking. A lot of good conversation. It's a organism now. I mean, it just talks all the time. It's great. Right. So thank you everybody for joining us for our inaugural uh, first version. episode of we'll our podcast. Uh, you know, I think it's been fun. Yeah, I've had a good time. It's always fun hanging out with you guys. We really appreciate you joining us on Thursday nights, gentlemen. A um, couple great conversation, good show tonight. Yeah, we, we got a lot of fun. What do we got coming up? Doctor Scotch. Doctor Scotch. <laughs> I might. I might have to record some Doctor. We've already. I tried recording once and it didn't go well because I was too I, nervous. I think we do it on the live show. It's fun. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's good to go. I can do that. All right. It's so. easier. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, everybody. Cheers. We'll see you next week.